Hey, this is Ed Luther, pastor of City Church in Australia. I hope that today's podcast really inspires you. Thank you so much for listening. Have you ever had your identity stolen uh, on Facebook? (laughs) A few weeks ago, I, I don't really go on very often. I try to wish people a happy birthday, and that's about it. Occasionally, I'll see something that's, if it happens to be right in front of me, I'll Oh, that's interesting. But other than that, I really don't care that much about <laughs> what's going on on social media. I probably wouldn't have it like, like I really wouldn't, except I like to wish people a happy birthday. I also like to keep up with uh, friends and family overseas and messenger, and that's very handy. But a few weeks ago, I was notified by some friends that somebody's impersonating you. I'm like, What? Did you send a friend request? I'm like, no. Somebody sent a friend request uh, on Facebook, and we don't believe it was you. Immediately, I just felt vulnerable. I felt um, exposed. I felt, I thought, how dare them, whoever that is, and why would somebody do that anyway? Probably the answer to that is to pretend like they're me and ask for money. So I'm thinking immediately, what have they done with my identity? <laughs> what? How have they represented me, or sh- should I say misrepresented me, uh, on, on Facebook? Immediately, the people that know me, they, they notified Facebook, and they got that removed, and by the time I, I notified as well, I don't think any damage was done. But I just remember the feeling of somebody that would dare to steal my identity. And I want to talk this morning about our identity. In fact, I've entitled this morning's message, Identify Yourself. Identify Yourself. A lot of us don't know who we are. You think, well, yes, I do. I know my name, and I know what I do, and uh, I know who I am. A, a, A lot of us are misrepresenting ourselves, and we don't understand, really, when we, when we, uh, peel back all the layers, we don't really understand who it is on the inside of us that really wants to come out. And that's where we're going to go this morning, identify yourself. Back in the beginning, in the garden, in fact, we'll go over to Genesis, if you'd like to go over there with me. In Genesis, in chapter 1, says this in verse 27, this is where mankind, humanity got their identity from. Genesis 1:27. so God created mankind in his own image. We have to get a hold of that, that we weren't created in the image of a tree or a possum or a mosquito or something. We were created in the image of God. God created mankind in his own image. That's awesome, and I can't get my head around that one, but anyway. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. We need to establish the fact that you are created in the image of God, nothing lacking. That's the beginning. But here's identity lost. Genesis 3, 1 to 4. Now the serpent. Now, whether that serpent was a snake, uh, real or metaphor or whatever, uh, 
Uh, it really doesn't matter. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. You must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The fact is that they were already like God. They were made in God's image, and in the image of God, he made them. And the serpent was trying to sell them something that they already had. When they looked into the, the reflection of the serpent's eyes, he was able to get them to see something in that reflection that was lacking. He was selling them a lie of who they were not. And the devil has sold so many people and so many believers, too, I might add, on a lie of what you lack. You might be here right now and you're thinking, if I only had and you could fill in the blank, I would be complete. If, if only I looked this way or that way or were, were taller or perhaps shorter or skinnier or whatever, whatever, whatever. When you look into the lens of anything except for the Word of God, you're going to get an out-of-focused image of who you are. And when you see through the lens of a liar, then you believe a lie and you live a lie. When I talk about identify yourself, it's, 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 a, it's tricky business. I don't know any other way to put it. It's, it's, it's so hard to go, who am I really? In fact, the word identity is to live true to yourself. There's a definition that will come up on the, uh, on the screen, but it's to be consistent to live who you really are. Uh, that's what it means to, to, to have an identity. When that gets stolen, you, you start to, when you're seeing through the eyes of a liar, you start to live a lie. I'm not like God, I'm not enough. And they learn to live with that lack. But the truth is, they lacked nothing. They're already like God. Most people will spend their entire life looking through the lens of a lie, never knowing who they really are, never finding their true identity, identity, the condition of being yourself and not another. Who are you really? Do you know who you really are? Because if you don't know who you are, you'll behave like somebody you're not. We've got a lot of pretenders in our world today, people that are acting out other roles. And, and, and we can see that. I remember way back uh, when John Travolta was kind of the, uh, he was kind of the trendsetter when it came to movies and things. And, and he came out with uh, Disco Fever, I think it was called, or something where he, you know, it was disco, the Bee Gees were in rage, and everybody went, everybody piled into the discotheque, and they were all learning how to dance, you know, that kind of dance. And then 
John donned a cowboy hat, cowboy boots, and he became an urban cowboy, and all of a sudden line dancing was in, and I bought cowboy boots, and I wore a cowboy hat, and went to the club, and learned how to line dance, and I became a cowboy, even though I was never a cowboy, anything but a cowboy. Uh, everybody became a cowboy, because John put a movie out, and the music and everything else was going. And we all became pretenders. It's the way the herd goes in society. Have you noticed that? But, but the herd will go off a cliff if you follow the herd. You'll go right off a cliff. And you'll never know, who, who am I really? Am I John Travolta? Am I Tom Cruise now that Top Gun's coming out? Am I going to get a fighter plane? And, you know, what am I going to do now in my pretend world? God wants authenticity in our lives. God wants us to live consistently with who we really are. He wants you to know who you are. He wants you to be authentic. He wants you to, to live consistently with who you are. But the trouble is, most of us don't know who we really are. Who are you? If you live out of somebody else's opinion of you, uh, someone else's expectation, uh, how, how often do we find ourselves like that? How many roles <laughs> do we play in life that aren't really us? But I believe there's a longing on the inside of each of us to be true to ourselves, to consistently be the same in every situation, in every condition, everywhere that you go, that you are consistently you, no matter what you're going through. Authenticity definition, it means to know and live consistently by who you are. No, no pretending. People are looking for authenticity. I, I believe in this world today, people are looking for reality. They don't, they're tired of pretenders. People don't want unauthentic people, pretending people. They want the real deal. So the question a lot of us will find ourselves in we, we find ourselves in situations where we do something stupid. Look, you know, I've got the T-shirt on that one. I've got many T-shirts with dumb. I've done some dumb things. and I've, You know, especially with inducements, alcohol, the, the likes, it, back in the day. And the next day, you walk into the, um, the office after the office party. I know you've never been there. I was there a long time ago. You see people, and they'd apologize. I just wasn't myself. When I danced on the table and started undressing, I just wasn't myself. <laughs> well, then who were you? Who, who was that person? And, and, and maybe, maybe you're a little more goody-two-shoes, and you didn't do the office party thing, and you, you know, you've been straight. You got angry. You got stingy. You held a grudge. You weren't kind like you should have been. <laughs> I just wasn't myself. Which role were you playing and why? And who were you when you were unkind, stingy, holding a grudge, got angry when you shouldn't at your spouse, your children, or perhaps that person in, in the office? How many roles do we play that we know the next day when we've cooled off, we've had a chance to repent, 
that wasn't me. That was somebody else. That was another role. Who am I? And who am I not when I'm not being me? How many others do you play? I, one of my favorite movies, and I, I don't like plugging movies. Gail gets up me about this. She goes, you shouldn't plug those movies because there was swearing in it. And I think, oh, I didn't notice that. Like, or there was something else going down in the movie. Like, so I often repent that I shouldn't have said that. But, you know, I'm going to say it, I guess. Am I, you know, I don't know. Don't watch the movie. But, you know, a story anyway is Catch Me If You Can. I don't know if you, with DiCaprio, Leonardo, and Tom Hanks. And Leonardo plays Frank Abnegel, who uh, before he was 19, he impersonated already a Pan Am pilot, uh, a lawyer in Georgia, uh, a doctor. Uh, he, he did so many different roles and convinced people enough that he was the real deal. But he, hot on his trail is the FBI uh, person in charge played by Tom Hanks, and he's chasing DiCaprio down, <laughs> trying to catch him. Eventually, he catches him. And it's, a, it's, it's based on uh, Frank Abnegel's real life. It's his autobiography. I, if you go on YouTube, you can actually see an interview with, with the real Frank Abnegel. It's quite interesting because uh, it, this stuff really happened. But he got a hold of himself. He found who, who, who am I. He got tired of playing roles. He got tired of being the pretender. He got tired of pretending like he was a doctor and an airline pilot, and you know, all, all of these things. And there's, there's got to be an integrity. To find your identity, you have to be integral. You, you have to be honest. You shall, Jesus said, you shall know the truth. And what? And the truth shall what? Set you free. Free from what? Well, one of the things that the truth will set you free from is acting out roles of people in life that, that you're not. It's incredibly liberating to find out, I'm not that, and I'm not that, I'm this. And I can be authentic, I can be consistent with my identity. Who am I really? And the world loves, people love that. They, they like authenticity. As a preacher, I, I always pray, God, do not let me talk about something and be somebody and present something that's not real. I spend so much time wrestling with God to get down and, and drill down into messages and, and things that I'm going to talk about that, that need to be authentic. It's got to be the real deal. This is one of my favorite boxers, and yes, I like boxing, and yes, my wife hates boxing and doesn't like the fact that I watch boxing, but, you know, May, Floyd Mayweather, Money Mayweather, he's the real deal. Which means what? It means you get in the ring with him, you're probably going to get your head knocked off, undefeated. Now, I know that some of you were uh, barracking. They had a, a, a recent fight not long ago. What was his name? He took him on anyway and lost a guy. And, and, and Mayweather's really old, but he's a real deal. If you're going to talk it, you've got to live it, you've got to walk it. People are just looking for that. So how do you walk and true identity and integrity. How, 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 can you, how can you live a life as a believer that's authentic? Because you live a lie when anything or anyone else gives you your identity. Now, identification is another word. So we've looked at ID or identity. We've looked at authenticity. Uh, 
But now identification. Identification means this. It means it's a means of labeling your identity. Now, here comes one of the main problems why most of us don't really know who we really are or we misrepresent who we really are. The, the labeling of your identity, it, it's, it's a very dangerous thing. Labels can be incredibly dangerous. And, and there are dangers by living by labels. And I'm going to give you some of these right now. Number one, labels can cause you to lose who you really are. No one can truly know you by your labels. Now, we all have labels, and that in itself is, it's a, it can be a problem, but, it, but in itself, it's just a normal part of life. I, I've got labels, and, uh, you know, child went through that, boy, man, uh, American. But those things mean different things to different people. So if somebody goes, oh, who's Ed Luther? Oh, he's, a, he's American. Well, immediately, somebody can go, okay, yeah, I know what they're all about. <laughs> you know, arrogant, lot big mouth. <laughs> Who do they think they are? <laughs> whatever, whatever. I could live by that. Does that mean I'm not American? Of course, I grew up there. Of course I am, but I'm not going to live by that label. If that label doesn't represent who I am, I'm going to live by that. Same thing with Ozzy. It's not always roses. You don't smell as sweet sometimes as you think you do. <laughs> I'm getting real about it all. He's a pastor. Okay. But what does that mean to you? Often people get a shock, like, when I say I'm a pastor, they go, oh, you don't look like a pastor. You don't act like a pastor. What does a pastor look like and act like? I'm sorry if perhaps the label that you have for pastor is a bad one. I don't know. But I don't live by that. Yes, I do that work. It's a ministry gift, and I'm proud of it. And I hope to change the label somewhat in people's eyes and, and live in integrity. But if that label is out there and it doesn't represent who I am, it's got to come off. Uh, it's not going to stick to me. Oh, you're a goody, you're a churchgoer, are you? You're a Pentecostal. Next Sunday's Pentecost Sunday. Like, well, what does that label mean? I, I was at, this is a plug for um, next Sunday, by the way. Come, come next Sunday because we're going to talk about Pentecost and what it means to be Pentecostal. And, and afterwards, Sunday night, we're joining with the other ministers, churches in Maruchador at... Uh, Life Point Church on Wise's Road there. We're going to get together uh, with them, and we're going to worship God. But I remember as we were planning that meeting, uh, they said, let's do it Pentecost Sunday. And uh, we're not Pentecostal, but. And I'm like, okay, well, what does it mean to be Pentecostal? That's a label. You're Pentecostal, but we're not Pentecostal. We don't have that label, but we're going to put that label on you. The only trouble is that label that most people try to put on Pentecostal, it's not a nice one. You sh you're swinging from the chandeliers. You're a bunch of kooks. Nuts! <laughs> Speaking tongues. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever. Well, <laughs> there's way more to it than that. Next Sunday morning, you need to be here because we're going to talk about Pentecost. But if that label doesn't fit me, I'm not wearing that label. Because authenticity, I need to live by 
the identification, the, 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 the ID that God has ID'd with me with, and so do you. you. You need to be authentic. You need to be real. But the danger of, of labels is that they can truly take you away from who you really are. Uh, all, all the labels I've had, white, Caucasian, male, I've done a lot of jobs, limousine driver, bellman, student, roofer, painter, factory worker, accountant, pastor, leader. But labels can lie. And when your labels cover up your true identity, you're living a lie. Pretty hard, isn't it? Listen to Luke 8, 16. This is probably going to be a part two message the, in a fortnight. We're not going to get through this, but this is so important. Luke 18, sorry, Luke 8, 16 to 18. This is what Jesus said in light of what we're talking about this morning. Perhaps you'll see something here. It'll shed a new light. Somebody during our prayer meeting I thought was going to steal my thunder. They talked about this light. I think it was Jordan. Uh, Luke 8. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar. Just put the word label in there for, for the time being. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Label. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. I could put in there authenticity so that those who come in and look at you can see who you really are without the labels, without the cover-up, without putting it under a bushel, without going under the bed with this thing. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed. Nothing concealed that will not be known or brought into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have will be taken from them. If you live by labels, even what you think you have through that label, and look, there are some cool labels, no doubt about it. Jet pilot. Fighter pilot. Yeah, I'd like to have that one. Brain surgeon. Yeah, I'll take that too. <laughs> Billionaire. Give it to me. Rich and famous. Yeah, that'd be cool. But even those labels, even the cool labels, they're all going to be stripped away. There's nothing hidden, and that's who you really are. It's not going to come out into the light. I would rather expose who I am now, live authentically by who I am now. Even though I do different things, like I said, pastor, painter, counting way back in the day, but you know, even though I do those things, they don't define who I am. Who I am, has to, has, the labels have to be stripped off to find out who I am. Colossians 3.9, listen to this. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices. Now, those are the labels of that person, that old you, before you ask Jesus into your life and were lit up. Do not lie. Verse 10. And if put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge, get this, in the image of its creator. Did we not read 
our identity back in the garden, right at the very beginning. God created humans. God created mankind. How? In his image, in the image of him, he created them male and female. Do not lie by taking on some other image that's not the image of God. You, you need to be renewed in the knowledge of the image of its creator. Here, there is no Gentile, Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, one of those things, labels, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, labels, labels, labels. But Christ is all and is in all. What I'm trying to do this morning and where we're headed, I'm just going to, this is spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you where we're headed so that you know this is a, 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 no big surprise. It's like peeling an onion. I don't like peeling onions. One way you can stop from crying, peeling an onion, is put it under water and peel it in a bowl of water. Just a little something I picked up. It's a little help for somebody out there if you don't like doing onions. Put it in the water. The fumes won't hit you in the head. You won't cry. But as you're peeling back that onion, you know the onion that you get from the supermarket, it's got all that, that kind of brown, you know, leafy junk on it. That you don't want to eat that. Come on. You're trying to get down to what's edible and what's, what's good about the onion. As you're peeling all that off, it's just rubbish. It's going to go in the rubbish bin. And you're trying, to, you're trying to take the layers off. And that's where we're headed with this. this is what I'm trying to do is help you to see Take the layers off. Take the labels that lie off of you. Peel this thing back so that, so that the essence of who you are can be exposed. Don't be afraid of this. Don't, don't be afraid of the light coming out, who you really are coming out. Because on the inside of you, who you really are in the image of Christ, in the image of love, love is patient, love is kind, love suffers long, love believes the truth. All of these things, including all the fruit of the Spirit, who Christ is is who you really are. As he is, so am I in this world. Get those layers off and let the light come out so the world can see it. That's the goal of this whole message. All oh, but to do that, it's so hard. I like the life of the Apostle Paul, because Paul had some very impressive labels. But, you know, he had Hebrew of Hebrews, Pharisee of Pharisees, a zealot, educated by Gamaliel. He was sat under the best of the best, expert in the law. Then Paul says this, they're all dung, poo-poo. I must find my true identity in Christ. The labels have got to be peeled back. Listen to what he says, Philippians 3.8. What is more, I consider everything a loss. All of these things that he parades before us, the labels. Everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Oh, that's free. That's liberating. For whose sake I have lost all things, all those labels. They're, I consider them garbage that I might gain Christ. These things become idols. 
we're not careful. They're like the fig trees in the garden. They're covering over our nakedness. We're, we're afraid uh, because we don't want to be exposed. We think that when we get these layers peeled off, there's going to be some nasty surprise in there that we don't want everybody to see. Quite the opposite. See, that's the lie of looking through the lens of a liar. You're going to see something that you think in your imagination that you don't want exposed. If, I'm, if, I'm, if I let these labels come off, then uh, I'm going to be exposed for who I really am, and I, and I just know that's going to be so bad. No, friend, it's not bad. He's beautiful. He's in there. He wants to come out. That's who you really are. That's your true identity is Christ. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Jesus came to authenticate you, to reveal who you really are, to give you and show you your new identity. He didn't die to change your labels. He died to change you. And if you've asked him into your heart, he has done that. So take the labels off. He didn't give you a, a new identity. He, gave you a new, uh, he didn't give you a, uh, a new label, rather. He gave you a new identity. So anything that's covering you up must be stripped away. The other danger, second danger, and uh, I don't know how far we'll get with this, but the second danger is that labels can put up walls. Paul dealt with labels like Jew and Gentile. Are you a Jew or are you a Gentile? In today's world, we can look at all, all the labels that divide or put up walls, white, black, Asian, Male, female, labor, liberal, green, yellow, <laughs> Catholic, Protestant. You see, these labels that we wear create walls in our life. And if we're not careful, they isolate us from other people that God wants to reach. Cause, cause, because those labels lie. They put up a, a, a form of pride I'm so proud to be, proud to be an American, da-da-da-da-da, whatever, I don't know. Is that an Aussie song? Okay, proud, you can change it. Proud to be an Australian, true blue. Think about all the labels <laughs> that put up walls in your life. People, you know, with Pentecostal, you're Pentecostal, immediate, whew all the other brethren at the fraternal. He's a, he's a Pentecostal. Should we invite the Pentecostals to the Sunday night meeting on the day of Pentecost? What are they going to do? How are they going to pray? What if he prays in tongues? Oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> labels divide. That's one of the assignments of the labels that stay in your life is to divide, to keep you from interacting with other people whatever those people are. Number three, we'll close with this one, and I'd like our worship team to come up. Thanks. Labels create a, a false sense of security. This is why people cling to labels so much, because they give you a false sense of security. They lie to you as to who you really are. That's why fame, the label of fame and success and beauty and pleasure and status and wealth, looking secure on the outside, but very insecure on the inside. 
We, we cling to our label. I'm not going to take my label off because I find my security in my label. Have you ever, have you ever seen somebody that's truly like head-turning beautiful or handsome? You think, uh, you know, I used to hang out. Some of my buddies in Southern California were models and, um, you know, wannabe actors. And I had one friend, Greg. He was just like, you know, drop-dead handsome guy. And he used to say to girls, take a picture, it lasts longer, because it all turned. Look at Greg, you know, and I'd walk in as Greg's entourage, and, you know, we'd all go out together. And, and, and I've known girls that way as well, but the trouble is age is a great equalizer. Is, have anybody noticed that as you get older, things start to, you know, peel off? It's like you, you might have been a head turner in your day. You ain't turning heads today like use by date I know it's it's age is cruel but you got to accept it who you are is going to come out the inner beauty starts to come out more and more or the ugliness uh, you're not going to you're not going to get away with that forever you can get the creams put the eye cream on the baggy eye cream and get your do whatever you want nothing wrong with that try to look your best I'm all for it, okay? But if your identity is in your looks, if your identity is in your wealth, if your identity is in fame, if your identity is in your profession, whatever that identity is, people cling to that out of insecurity. And I want to encourage you this morning, and I'd like you to stand. We're out of time. I, I, I really want to encourage you this morning be who you are. Just take a big breath, let it out, and go, you know what? I am who I am, like Popeye, and that's who I am. I'm Popeye, the sailor man. I is who I is. <laughs> Just be yourself. You don't have to be somebody else. You're not meant to be somebody else. You're not meant to be your label. You are authentically in Christ and He in you. You're as beautiful as it gets. You're as gorgeous as it gets on the inside. You just got to peel these things off and let them fall off. Still be a good doctor if you're a doctor. Be a good lawyer. Be a good mother. Be a good builder. Whatever your label says, do that job. Do it really, really well, but let your light shine out. Be the best Jesus in your world that you can be. So, Father, right now, I thank you that, uh, that we could all be free to be who we are. Help us to identify ourselves in you, to see that we're made in your image, and in your image you made us that we could be authentic, the real deal, consistently in this world. Not live by labels that become lies. We can let those things fall away, let the light out into this dark world. So I thank you right now. If you're here and you don't know Jesus, I'd just like to invite you to pray a simple prayer. We can all pray this together. And uh, I'd like you to ask Jesus Christ into your heart this morning so that you can start 
to see who he is in you and let him reveal and put off the old and take on the new. So if you want to pray this prayer with me, just simple, not a formula. It's just a heartfelt prayer to ask Jesus into your heart. So say this after me. Say, dear God, I thank you for your son, Jesus. Jesus, I give you, give you my life. Amen. Thank you for listening to the City Church Podcast. If you enjoyed this message or God worked through you in any way, then please take a moment to contact us through our website at city-church.net or email us your feedback at info at city-church.net.